And now, Kyle and Steven present another episode of the Go F*** Yourself podcast. Um, it's Fix. Really? Well, that's embarrassing. The Go Fix Yourself podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Go Fix Your Podcast. It's the podcast where we like to say we're fixing our worldview one conversation at a time. Woo, Kyle! Uh, you did it! I'm Kyle, and I kind of fudged it up, but I don't give a fudge today. <laughs> Sitting next to me is one of the guys that has the shortest stint in Target history. Oh, God, that's a deep Bringing cut. Bringing it back is deep Steven cut. Cornfield. I believe it was Man. two days? It was, no, it was uh, less than a week. Okay, was, I was going to say. Yeah, and I got fired from Target under a week. Yeah, you were you getting 401k yet or benefits <laughs> or anything yet? No, or they I cashed that all out? I, they have a 90-day, uh, like, term. And if mm-hmm. you do something wrong in that <laughs> 90 gone. days, they, like, there's no questions asked. You're gone. You had a Target on your back from the get-go. Yeah. I would have never known. And, yeah. Uh, well, somebody needs to know now. Yeah, everybody knows. I still everybody have, knows now. I still have my Target badge, though, with my my picture on it it's not hanging on they didn't even finish spelling his name before he got fired (laughs) (laughs) it just says staff on it but well it's we have a very special episode today because we have a old friend of mine and a sort of old friend of steven well not as old and also i think so since the beginning of us doing guests which was like episode 80 or something like that um yeah we've been trying to get the person across from us uh on for a long time you're very busy and it, you know, let, without further ado, it's Chris Bryant. The fittest. Chris he's Bryant. fit as a fiddle. He is the guy that <laughs> every guy wants to be. That's true. Thank All God. the women want this guy, too. You know, I've just All been the jealous. guys want this guy, too. Well, that, <laughs> that is true. I remember being out. Everybody the, loves him. Going down to the anchor bar back oh, years oh and years ago. <laughs> you know, oh, three or four, you know, whiskey sodas. And I'm like. Chris is good looking. I mean, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, if he comes on to me, am I going to push him away? I don't know. Like, I don't know. So, Chris. That's how we all feel. Everybody feels so that flattered. way. I, I know. I have no idea either. Yeah. You know, I, some things I've I've always kept to myself, but I thought, you know what? Why not say it on a podcast? I do, yeah. I do have a good memory of, I think it was the Avenue where you guys all wore white pants or something. Oh, yeah. White jean. Fun, yep. fun jean night. That's what it is. And you guys all wore white jeans. Yeah. So before we get into the the typical podcast, I just have to tell this quick story because I used to work at Gap for a short period of time. And I walked in there. How short? Was it shorter than Target? It was three months. Uh, So you were I didn't get fired. I quit. Uh, (laughs) And I go to the clearance rack and I see these luxury, quality white jeans on clearance for $6.98. And what do you do when you find a deal like that? You call your friends and you say, <laughs> what size are you? And Venmo me later. So I think there was about six. I don't think Venmo was around. It, it probably wasn't. I and think we switched them out for like, not like a, not like yeah, a super important. We're detail, like, hey, PayPal me or something. Yeah, or whatever. Me. Oh, <laughs> Regardless, we all got our jeans warm out that night. We all got beat up by a bunch of people. No, but <laughs> this photo floats around. It's floating around somewhere. I, know, I, all the I do remember seeing a photo. Yeah. That'll that go up too. with the uh, the episode. 
Yeah. Well, that'll oh, be the we art. Should, oh, that's we great. Should I have that. I have that picture. For I sure. could just see it now on the interwebs. Yeah, it's yeah. A yeah. legendary. So, <laughs> what we like to say on the podcast is his parents yeah. are always our biggest fans. And Rick our, and Carol. Rick and Carol. Mm-hmm. They're over on the East Coast. They listen all the time, and we like to say they don't really know who we know up here. And mm-hmm. so, every time we have somebody on, we like you to kind of. Tell them what you do and what you're doing currently. Just a real quick, you know, snippet. a recap of who CB is. Sure thing. CB. Yeah. Sure. Well, hello, Rick and Carol. <laughs> hello. <laughs> so my name's Chris Bryant. I'm a strength and fat loss coach here in Anchorage. Uh, I help people um, build strength, build confidence, and also um, I do that through health and fitness. So I do weightlifting, weight training, personal training. Um, I also do some strength and conditioning for high schools and uh, basically just all around health and fitness. Just you're all about the body. I'm all about know? the body. And um, mind. And mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it kind of, yeah, I mean, and you can't, you can't you really can't do, do one, one without, without the other. Right. And, and you forgot to mention you are a male model, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah you got to throw are. that out there. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. yeah I, I doubt. Was, was it Filson? Yeah, so yeah. yeah, so I I did a photo shoot for Filson last last spring. That's, that was huge. That was pretty slick. I that remember was, seeing that. I'm like, holy shit, that's big. Yeah, yeah. it's real big. Yeah, that was a, that was such a cool time too. And so, where was that at that you got to do that at? So we went out to Shalatna Lake Lodge. We took one of the small planes, like Regal Air. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, lug! Talk about luxury, right? Yeah. Oh, baby. So we it's about a so Shalatna Lake Shalatna Lake Lodge is about an hour. It's about an hour flight from Anchorage, and you land on this lake. It's completely frozen. You snow machine to the lodge, mm. and there's just like groups of, you know, probably like twelve or thirteen dudes from Filson. Um, oh wow! They're making, uh, you know, they got all their camera gear, and then there's like four or five of us that are just, you know, basically acting for, you know, yeah. this, you know, this video piece, and um, you know, just wearing the clothes. And I kind of feel like to keep them. You know what? They didn't let us keep they them. They took them back. That's a bummer. Okay, Filson. I always Jeez. wondered if, like, you know, people who do those high, like, commercials, I'm like, they probably get, like, Well, I mean, sized if it's a, like a paid then... gig and stuff, you know, they're kind of already compensated. So they compensated yeah. us really well. But right, right. At the same, but I was like, hey, do we get to keep this? Where's the other And perks? they said, they actually blatantly said no to you? They were like, maybe. They, can't, they gave oh, you yeah. a maybe. They and never, then, never got back to you. I don't know. I mean, like, in, like, at... Like in basketball too, like we try to like keep our uniforms at the end of our season, right, but they don't yeah. let us keep them. Yeah, um, it's kind of like the same thing where you will what we'll the the loopholes. You just kind of like you just don't give you them back. Steal. Yeah, yeah, you just steal. I got you. Yeah. So <laughs> I get it. So we try to do it, but then they ask for them back, and so it's just like, all right, here you go. I don't know why, but like I know this is I saw some of the stuff from the Filson shoots, but like I kept thinking of like Zoolander, where you're in like brand new Filson stuff in rugged Alaska. You're like, boots aren't broken in. You like throw this bag over your back, like, you know, and walking through the snow. And it's like, it's like clearly 13 people that have never seen snow before. They're like, yeah, you just kind of like act tough in the snow, you know, like. There were some moments where I felt like that. Right, right. Where Um, he's in the mines in Zoolander where he's like, Mm, and he's got the, give us, the mark. Yeah. Give us the blue steel. On the it, blue yeah. steel. Yeah, yeah. Give us the. So they were. So they were like, <laughs> bite your lip, Chris. Bite your lip. Yeah. Bite it. Act cold, but sexy. <laughs> cold and sexy. So I guess my version of that, and like 
my version of that was um, I've never worked at auger before. I'm from Southeast Alaska. Originally. Right, right. So we don't really touch too much ice. Yes. Um, so they're like drill a hole. But I think <laughs> what I'm not sure. But I think I think in these guys in these guys' minds are like, oh, you know, Alaskans. They they just everybody does hardcore shit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we so we get out there, and you know, there's a there's a director of who's kind of orchestrating all of the you know all of us you know, and they, he picks and chooses who's gonna do like different which, shots. Different yeah. shots, yeah. And I was chosen to do, uh, to work the auger, where, you know, basically it's like that drill that yeah. into the ice for ice fishing. Mm-hmm. So I was doing that and <laughs> I've never worked, I've never worked one of these things before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you Chris, know, I, you have to put it on the ice. You're just holding, <laughs> holding it up like a machine gun. <laughs> yeah. Bite your lip. Yeah. Bite it. There was like, there was a, the snow or the ice was like too thick, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I'm trying to like get it down in there. And oh, no. I, I almost lose it. Well, yeah, and I'm sure you're burning out the. You're burning out yeah, the. Everything. You're burning out the motor, and <laughs> we didn't end up getting. We didn't end up getting to the to the ice, but they ended up making making a shot out of it anyway. Okay, yeah, so. good. Take your shirt off, Chris. It's a better shot if you yeah, have, you're right. not less clothes. <laughs> I could just, it's like, for a clothing company, but yeah. take it off. The shirt's got to go. Yeah. You're getting hot <laughs> from drilling. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Um, uh, I mean, that's you cool. you kind of have yeah, exactly. I I would agree. I mean, a lot of us, you know, we've we've turned down a lot of modeling gigs <laughs> because they came they, to us first. They just didn't really know you know. fit, you know. It yeah. wasn't the right fit. Yeah, I was Sli- lucky to be the right fit for that. Slim yeah. Fast Especially was for- one of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Weight Watchers yeah. was another. I was yeah. just like, not now, guys. Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised we turned those down. Actually. Yeah, yeah. We should, keep, we should keep that one. So well, at least it's not like those kind of like that medication. Like yeah. Well, you never know. Well, yeah. I'm holding my breath. You ED. Know? We have it too. <laughs> yeah. Just like staring right at the camera. <laughs> yeah. Guys like guys I, like us. We all have problems. Some of ours are different. Some are harder, some are not. You know, problems. And so <laughs> I I feel like I would do really well in a read for one of those, you know. You'd be like, a really good improv. Look, oh, Kyle, yeah. what's the first thing that comes to the top of the dome? Yeah. Um hard. <laughs> Harder. Harder, yeah. That's no, what no, I was no, saying. no, no, God, that's not going to work. <laughs> so what? I know you have a long history with Alaska and growing up and all those different things. You've grown up in a place that I feel like a lot of people just have never visited for the most part because it's a very small place. Sure. And so why don't you kind of take us back to like where you grew up and what that was like? Yeah. Is that the Back to the Future? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We couldn't tell, Sorry, guys. I'm trying. Yeah, I was trying, like, the guy's got trying to do like a segue over here. See, that's <laughs> where we need to give like the the little the interludes. Like, that seems like it'd be something that'd be really easy for you to do. Yeah, we probably could. We we could probably. We're just lazy. Yeah. Don't lose that. Don't ever stop. Don't lose that spark you have. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so like I said, I grew up in Metlakatla, Alaska, but man, just getting there was kind of a, it was a, it was quite a, it was literally an epic journey. Um, it was, I have two younger sisters and my mom and we took the ferry. It's just a, like, it's just really unique to get there. So Metlakatla is like on the inside passage. So yeah, do the, uh, bam. Yeah. So, um, if anchors, if Anchorage is here. Juno's here. Can everybody see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a camera Juno's right here. here. Metlakatla is like its own little island here. Oh, you're way down there. Yeah. yeah. Way oh down. my gosh, I had no idea that was that far. Actually. Way British, down. British Columbia is like right here. Being fixed. Seattle is like right here. 
Oh wow! So you're really you're almost closer to Seattle than you are Anchorage. Exactly. Oh wow. Yeah. So, um, so we we were yeah we were really poor. So we like we took the we had a just enough money to get ferry tickets from Bellingham, which is basically the gateway to the Inside Passage. You know. Right. So we we go through there, and um, my sisters and I, and then we just end up we get to Metlakatla, and I, it was like the I was six years old, so I remember it was like it's the first time I saw ice. Oh wow! Because <laughs> I was I was born in L.A. originally, so oh, Southern California city slicker. Yeah, okay, so yeah. I was like, you know, it was all concrete, like yeah, yeah. you know, in the beach, sun, palm trees, and then like we're going to Metlakatla. Like I have, I knew we had ties in Alaska, but I was just, you know, I was yeah. There was a bit of a shock there. My first day of school was there was like I just saw all of this like glass on the ground. <laughs> yeah, and when I was you're like, six, you're like, yeah. What is this shiny clear stuff? What is this shiny clear stuff on the ground? And I'm just like, I was like picking it up, and I I heard like someone yell at me just like from their porch, just like, that's ice. That's ice, you <laughs> idiot. Basically, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm six. <laughs> Get back in your house, Grandpa. So, so you you get to Metlakat and and. I know there's somewhere that's near Metlakatla. What school is it that a lot of people go to? The, like uh, um, a few of the people we knew from the golf course all went to the school nearby or in another city. So we're close to Ketchikan. Ketchikan, yeah. yeah so mm. Ketchikan's probably the the nearest, the nearest big city, big so. big hub, big hub. Yeah, yeah. And so you're growing up. How many people are roughly at Met, in Metlakatla? At that time, it was about nine hundred. Nine hundred, okay. take. So I mean, like grocery store. One, one two, grocery store, yeah. um, one like deli place, a school that's got K through twelve, school that's got K through twelve, a clinic, and um, a weather station. Nice. Oh, yeah. Before that, I mean, it's primarily like a fishing community. Um, uh, fishing is like it's yeah. Because you uh, didn't you say that the fishing there is like world class? Like people, is it? Uh... So actually, this is the only um, Native American reservation in Alaska. Oh, okay. So, so um, that community is, um, it's closed off to um, the state's regulations for the most part. Oh, really? Hmm. So I believe it's like, and I, I could get my numbers fudged up a little bit, but it's like about a thousand feet from the shore. Oh, gotcha, um, gotcha. The people that are members of that community have water access and can fish exclusively out of there without without any th- other... Yeah, I think that was the thing you were saying is we'd have to go with you, I think. Right. To, right and, yeah. Oh. And you want to go catch some halibut, you got to yeah. get your license in, and then you could you yeah. come up with me. Yeah. Sweet. So we couldn't even, like, we couldn't visit... You could visit... I'm Chris Bryant. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. <laughs> I'm 6'2 and I'm, gorgeous. I look just like him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, you the, could visit. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like... It's open you, for tourism. Like, if yeah. Kyle and I showed up on the boat, they wouldn't be like... No, you wouldn't get... Where's Chris? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. We, we would be welcome, warm embraces. You probably get some. You probably get some funny looks. Like, what are you here yeah. for? What are you doing? There's only one male model allowed to be <laughs> from here. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Okay. All right. So <laughs> Metlakatla, right? Did I say that right? Metlakatla. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're you're there. You you're six years old. I mean, like, I can only imagine. Like, I mean, I kind of did it going from like New York to Alaska. Mm-hmm. Still a little bit different, but like. Going from LA to Metlakatla, like, what were you interested in, like, back then? Like, and then were you just like, hold up? Did you find friends? Oh, yeah. Um, so I was interested in, and I, you know, I was, 
we're around that same era. I was just like, I like the Ninja Turtles. I love, yeah. I wanted to. Um, Chicks. Yeah. I don't really like, I don't really care about them at, at that six, time. At six, you're a little yeah. young. Yeah. Yeah, a little that. young. Yeah. A little young. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. He but, started young. Yeah. Kyle, yeah, you started young. Bro. I'm an animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I mean, I was just, I, I, you know, the big thing there was basketball. I just had nothing. I had no interest in it whatsoever. Mm, really? Yeah. Huh. Um, I thought I was going to do like, I don't know, like martial arts or something. Mm-hmm. And when I was in, when I was in LA, we played, I played T-ball. So I thought I was going to kind of go up the baseball, baseball ranks, but there was not, there wasn't baseball in Metlakala. So, like, you know, basketball is the only thing. Yes. Yeah. So was there like a, the school gym kind of where you would play or was it outside so they kind start, of court? They start basketball really early there. Um, Kind of ahead of its time, I think um, they, it's called Taquan Hoopers, and they start kids as early as like four or five. Nice. And damn, they, yeah, they put the lower hoops down. People start, they start running games around that time. Yeah, so they're real serious about their b ball. Yeah, they gamble on they're the kids. Ser- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> I was just saying they gamble on the kids. There's people out there with money. <laughs> I got that team. Yeah, twenty on, <laughs> 20 on Chris. Yeah, twenty on Chris. Yeah. So I mean, I didn't pick up basketball until. Until I started, like, like I kind of got bullied a little bit mm-hmm. when I first got there. I what are their names? Yeah. I know. They you still can, live out there? They're still there. Yep. Yeah. They're still there, I think. <laughs> Kyle and I are coming. We're, yeah. We're Chris. Yeah. I but, can play basketball, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> but basketball kind of turned out, like, um, it it was definitely a good defense mechanism from, mm. from um, you know, just getting shit on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that's the thing is, like, you st- and so this was around six that you started picking it up, or was it a couple years it's after? About you got a couple there? years after, yeah. Um, so pri- right in those prime years where yeah. you got to get kids involved in sports. I feel like if you want them to like really get good at something, they got to start in that kind of like ten, right? Ten years old is seems to be key because then they got eight years until right. college, and so you got involved heavily at about ten. Yep. And were you you were a natural then? Um, I was dunking on these fools. I was crushed. I was cr- no. I, <laughs> I think I had a I had a knack for I had a knack for scoring. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you just knew how to find the. That's hole. a very oh. humble way of saying I was really good. Yeah, I, took, I was good. I took to it easily. I was I took to it pretty easy. Um, <laughs> and it helped though because like both my parents were were college basketball players too. Oh, oh. so they were able to like coach you. They were stuff? like kind of. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, exactly. My dad, my dad coached. Uh, my dad coached me. My very first year in the Taquan Hoopers program. That's awesome. Yeah. And my mom would play open gyms. My dad would play in tournaments. And we would travel around Southeast Alaska. And, and I would go with them. And um, I, I just grew up watching them play, too. So, I mean, there was just, there was that. Yeah. Nice. And so that takes you kind of high school in Metlakatla, too? Yeah. So, you know, we worked our way through Taquan Hoopers into high school. And high school, uh, we were a 3A at the time. So, yeah. I mean, there's about 100 kids. Right. Um, but basically, uh, I, I, was, I was good enough to play varsity. And that was always just kind of like a big deal when you're, when oh, you're yeah. a freshman. Mm. Oh, as a freshman. So, yeah, oh, I, 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 got to, I, got to start, I got to start a few games. And then um, our point guard uh, became eligible like in January. Mm-hmm. So, I ended up taking a backseat to that. But um, I got to start a few games. And... I got a lot of like big time like high school experience mm-hmm. for for a freshman. I thought that was kind of a big confidence builder as it as I as I played in like 
later years for sure. Yeah. So freshman Chris is, what's he thinking about like the next few years? Is <laughs> is freshman Chris being like, I want to play college ball, or is freshman Chris like, I'm, I'm not even thinking about sophomore year yet. Like, were you kind of thinking about the future in regards to sports? Or when I look you... back on that, man, yeah, I was looking. I was thinking I was going to be a pro. I was getting. Oh, you had the dreams. I was. Uh, I had the dreams. Yeah. My parents kind of like instilled that in me. It was oh. just like, you know, I've always I've always wondered that if that's healthy or not. Yeah. To like and, tell kids like you could be a professional and make tons of money. Cause you know, like you a tell, lot of what do you tell your kid? You're gonna be a loser. <laughs> you, you got zero I tell Caroline, she's three. You have no chance at anything. I mean, you know, you got bad only, genes. They can only go up. I you guess. got no skills. <laughs> I'm sorry. What are you gonna do? Yeah. yeah, you can't even talk. Yeah, I mean, you could be the basketball, I guess. I don't know. Like, yeah. so I've always wondered that because I feel like as a kid, freshman or whatever you are, there's a lot of people that are always kind of pushing you towards that like big goal of like you could be on TV and making millions. And I feel like that's what so many kids are like thinking is success right. in sports, right? Because just like anything, it's always the pinnacle is like the definition of success. Mm. And 99% of kids will not even sniff college athletics. And so I'm always wondering, like, is that healthy to tell kids that? Or should we be like, you know, let's aim for the next step, which is college and then varsity, you know, like starting and all these things. So, you know, your parents telling you, like, you could go pro. I mean, it sounds like they were very supportive of a big dream. Right. I also feel like you shouldn't crap on that either, though, if if the kid has the dream. Yeah. So it's just like, I feel like parents, some parents push their kids to do that, and some parents are just very supportive of their kid that's a dreamer. Yeah. So. <laughs> man, there were some times where I was just like, man, I wish I kind of had the parents that were a little bit more like, you know, Le- just, do your best, yeah. just do your best, honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, you know, it was a pretty intense, it was a, a pretty intense upbringing, but at the same time, it got me to where... Sure. Yeah. It got me to it got me a Division One scholarship, and yeah. for you know for coming out of a place like that small, that's just like unheard of. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I think there's like three people in out of south in out of southeast Alaska that did that. Yeah, Damn, got a D one. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it was it was pretty wild. And was um, there a big signing celebration and everything like uh, you see on TV where? Yeah, um, all hundred people in the high school come and yeah. show up, kind of thing. It wasn't. I didn't have something like I didn't have like actual signing yeah. event. But when I graduated from high school, they made like a huge thing about it. Oh, nice. And um, yeah, like the, the whole town was there. And I've I've just been to a signing recently for a, a high school girl that got a golf scholarship. Whoa! Oh, uh, I saw. Yeah, Ab- you guys yeah, were all Abigail. there. So we all went there, and I was like, this yeah. may be one of the. I mean, it was very small and very kind of like private, like, you know, she's going to, uh, I think it's D2. Yeah. St. Louis, Missouri College. Good for her. Yeah, it's it's awesome because it's unheard of for golf from Alaska to get a scholarship. Yeah. But I was just like, if somebody would have told me like, this is like, people would come like celebrate you, the coach would fly up and like, you know, you get to sign this thing that says like, I'm committed to this. You know, you always Mm -hmm. see it with college basketball and football. Right. Mm -hmm. But like other sports, you don't see it a lot. But I was like, man, if I would have known this was like a possibility, maybe I would have tried harder. I don't know. Probably not. (laughs) But you know, it's just like, I feel like that's only become more recent, like in the past 10, 12 years. It's like really put an emphasis on kids getting to like, go do a college sport and mm-hmm. signing and stuff. I'm like, that's so cool. Well, because it's, I mean, also it's 
I mean, college is only getting more and more expensive. College is getting more expensive, and it just seems like there's like a whole bunch of them now. Yeah, and then also, but like a so a D one scholarship is like full ride, right? D one scholarships a full ride. Um, you're committed for. They usually do them um, year over year with basketball. Um, but I didn't really know about like the business side of it until I actually got there. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there was just uh, yeah, full ride. So where'd you go? I went to Drake University for Drake. Drake has a university. Drake, the, yeah, the champagne the, lobby, the Drake. Okay. <laughs> he's got his hands in everything. That he, guy. He's there. Yeah. What can't he do? Yeah. <laughs> he's on campus all the time. Um, one thing I was going to ask before before college in high school, did you have kind of an emphasis on like? I mean, I'm. I feel like you've always been in shape, right? Like I feel like you naturally are in shape and you've, you've taken advantage of that. And I could be wrong, but in high school, like, was that something you kind of like, I was the scrawniest, like, I do remember seeing like you were skinny. I was scrawny. I would get tossed around. I, I get I, in high school. I guess you'd kind of say like, I was a, I was like a good skill player, mm. but if I wanted to play at the next level, I needed to get more athletic, which means, you know, in basketball, it means just like you need to get bigger. You need to be quicker. Faster, you need to be faster, stronger. stronger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All the things. Um, I was lucky. I had a strength coach. Um, he coached in Idaho, and he was like a USA weightlifting guy. He was a PE teacher, and he just like popped into our, our little community for one semester, hmm. and he just like took me under his wing. And hey, Twig, get over here. <laughs> basically, <laughs> after school, he would he would do like the Olympic lifts, you know, like the clean oh, yeah. and jerk, the snatch, and. Oh, wow, um, you learned those young then. I learned them in high school. Yeah, I learned them like my sophomore, junior year in high school. Damn. And um, man, that gave me a huge advantage in college. Yeah. And, um, so, and so then you 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 find out you get a full ride scholarship to Drake. And where is Drake again? Drake's in Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. Because yeah. every time I like I mentioned, I'm like, oh, yeah, you want my buddy played at Drake. So, you know, and <laughs> Where's Drake? they're like, where is it? I'm like. Idaho? It's uh, in the U.S. Yeah. My guy. Somewhere. <laughs> so what was that like when your family found out that whole situation? Because, I mean, I know you have two younger sisters. Mm-hmm. Like, was everybody just like, were you the the prize of the family at that point kind of thing? Like, oh, yeah. this kid's got a deep, he's going places. Yeah, there was definitely that. I was kind of like, you know, everyone kind of like wanted to, you know, pile on. Pile with, on. Yeah, and just, touch, be a, just touch you. It was cool. I mean, it was like. Our, you know, our community is so like so small, right? So small and like locked in. And they they grew up watching me. I grew up with their kids, and so it was it was just like it felt like it was more of like a community thing than than anything. Yeah, it's like a like you're everybody's a proud dad. Everybody's a proud dad yeah. or a proud we, aunt or a proud yeah. cousin or a proud you know a proud relative essentially. Yeah, um, I can sense that. Yeah, so I mean, it was you know for an eighteen year old kid, you're just like fuck, that is heavy. Yeah. 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 Did you feel like a baller? Like I felt you like, felt like I felt like I was some hot shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the girls in Melagala were like, I'm married out of them. Yeah. <laughs> in this yeah. case, in this case, not really because um it's so small, like we're like related to everybody. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You gotta yeah. you gotta spread your wings. So, you gotta, <laughs> so catch a cat, you know, yeah. catch a cat or you yeah. like go to an, a you go, nearby you go to a nearby community. Yeah. So what so, I mean, you basically spent most of your childhood in a small population of 900 people. Right. And, I, and Des Moines is not like a tiny town, but yeah. like um, you go to a D1 college. Was that like a, just an eye opener for you? Culture like did shock. things just be like, oh, 
I can do whatever I want in college. Man, just like going to a gas station or like having access to With fast a $50 food. bill. Oh, yeah. oh boy, I could yeah. do some damn <laughs> man. Restaurants. <laughs> yeah. Right? Is and, there even a restaurant in Medica? Medi- there Medi- is Catlin? now. Not that back then there was just like the one deli. It's called mini, the Met. It's called the the Mini Mart. The oh. Met Lacatla Mini Mart. Oh, yeah. oh okay. All You're right. close. It's got yeah. a, it's yeah, got a ring bad. to it. Yeah. <laughs> and so you go to this this big big city, roughly. And right. so what was college experience life? Because as a D1 athlete, you have to take that relatively serious because you probably have to be eligible with grades. You yes. probably have to still practice, take care of your body, but also the college experience is the opposite of that. <laughs> a lot of yes. times for people. As I mean, I would know. <laughs> for yeah. sure. I uh, I packed on the old freshman fifteen, yeah, right? I definitely, <laughs> and I'm still trying to burn sure. it off. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, what was that like? To, like, what was college in a nutshell for you? Like, so at co- Drake. Um, I mean, just you know, just like from where I grew up to, you know, to Drake, it was just like a huge culture shock. But also, this is my first time of not really of having just like a full independence. Mm, yeah, no parents so, around. No parents around. Um, the only real accountability was was the coaches, but they're kind of on your ass anyway. Right. Did you know anybody prior to going there? I didn't know anybody. So you just going. you're going Damn. there blind. They're like, this kid's from who, where exactly. in Alaska? Yeah. Didn't know it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, they had a cool setup though. I mean, it was a private school, so they had they had money, and Drake was like a, it was a big basketball school, so mm-hmm. there's a lot of support. Sure. So they wanted um, they wanted their athletes to show up and report for training in the summertime before you know August, oh. which is usually when most student athletes uh, show up to gotcha. um, show up to you know for for the actual start of school. So I got I went there probably like in Ju- June or July. I took a class, so I got started getting I got a little bit of a head start. Um, I was already acclimated to the campus by then. Nice. Um, I was already lifting weights. I was already playing with the team before August even started. Mm. Um, so I, I have, from the athletic side, I felt pretty good. From the academics, I, I was kind of still getting used to it. But in terms of like structure, I already kind of had it going. And I was really lucky in that regard. I don't think that happens anywhere else. Yeah. That, um, that's got to be real nice to, like you said, get acclimated. Right. I would imagine. Because if, I mean, I go from like, Anchorage where I'm used to, you know, not no traffic to like LA or New York City. I'm like, oh God, like culture shock is real. Right. So if you were just like picked out of Metlakatla and then just dropped in like full on yeah. college, I feel like that would have been a lot harder. It was a lot. Um, I didn't really start experiencing that until more like the fall. Summertime yeah. is just kind of like the honeymoon phase. Yeah. But then um, yeah, the fall, the fall kind of happened. Um there, you know. People started coming onto campus. Other students, um, girls started coming onto campus too. So forget basketball. So basketball, <laughs> you know. So balancing like your social life with right. like you know the six plus hours that you had to do between school and then the athletics. Um, you know, it was just it was just a lot for my yeah. little, my well, little eighteen a, year old pea brain. I mean, when you <laughs> think about it in the big scheme of things, I mean, now that we're all much older than 18, when we look back at 18-year-old versions of ourselves, you're like, that person is a moron. Like, they don't know oh, yeah. anything. Oh, yeah. They like, you look at what you know now, and I'm, and I've said it a thousand times on this podcast, is like, I feel like I didn't wake up till like 25. 
Right. And so 18, I'm like, I don't even remember what my thought process was on. I was just kind of like going through the motions and just a blur. There was no thought process. Right. right. And so I'm just like, it's so crazy that we like, and I, I guess it's a good thing too, but it's like you send this kid off to college all by himself and it's just like figure it out you know you got I, classes yeah. you got to show up for you got coaches you got to report yeah. to it's a lot you of responsibility homework that nobody's making you do right and you have to still find food shower you know yeah. all your no- laundry of yeah yep. and it's like man i you know like i don't even know what i if i could handle that yeah and so Kyle, Kyle was like, oh, I guess I'm not going to shower this week. Laundry. Just, <laughs> laundry. No, it's not going to happen. hasn't fallen week. off of me yet. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so what was like, what would you say was your biggest highlight at Drake? Did you have like any certain say, games that like stick tell me out? About D1. Yeah. Like, what, what is that like to play in a D1 like team? Team. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, for me, it was the dream come true because, you know, you, you watch these teams on TV like during March Madness. Mm. You watch like the, Duke or like North Carolina or like, you know, these really big time teams. And, you know, I wasn't at like that, like a high major school like that, but, um, you know, you're still at, you're still playing division one. You're still playing at like a super high level. Right. And it's, um, it is like, it is like those cool moments that you see on TV, Mm -hmm. but it's also just a really, really intense environment. Yeah. Um, everybody, everybody in terms of like, like my team is just where, you know, you're just all working towards a common goal and it's just like grueling practices um, multiple times a day and you're com- you're just competing at a super, super high level. Yeah, you probably don't, with with the athletics, you probably don't have like a lot of time to dick around too. There like really isn't much time. Two-a-days and then trying to sleep and trying to eat and homework and all that stuff. It's not Laundry leaving you. and shower. I yeah. mean, we've been through it all. Well, it's like it we doesn't leave know. you a lot of time to like chase girls and like go drinking. No, we still made some time for it though. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a will, there's a way. Right. You know, yeah. that's what we always say. Yeah. Uh, did you get to play against any big names when you were that are like big names now? Um, big names now. Them? A lot of like the NBA season's really, um, you know, kind of similar to the NFL season. You you play about 10 years and it's been about. Right. I was going to say it's kind of a little, yeah. a little late now. For Michael them. Jordan. <laughs> ever heard of him? Yeah. Kyle. LeBron God. James. <laughs> But um, I mean, we played against LeBron James. Uh, they're making a movie about LeBron James in high school right now. Right. And I played against all of his teammates oh, at, shit. at okay. University of Akron. Nice. So I thought that was. So you're gonna be watching this movie. I'm gonna be watching like, this movie. Like we, you're we, gonna tell we actually we beat them. Yeah. yeah. Like, you see that guy? See that? Yeah. That guy was a loser. He was modeled after me. Obviously, <laughs> that's me back there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. what happens after Drake? Then, like you, yeah. How does that all wrap up? You. You, how many years did you go there, and then what what happened next? So, um, so Drake was three years, and it was like I said, it was an intense environment, and our team our team environment was really kind of uh, it was really competitive too. And between that, and then just me kind of being away from home, and just like I didn't have like the I didn't have the mental as like a twenty year old yeah. kid to yeah. be able to kind of maintain the momentum. You asked about like highlights. I had my freshman year, I was like a newcomer of the week and I, I had like a stint of maybe like three really, really good games. I was like averaging like 22 points a game. From a weird country Damn. called yeah. Metlakatla. And then, you Damn, know, that's really good. It yeah. was, it was sick. I was, I was really stoked. I finally kind of started getting into a groove and then all of a sudden conference time, pl- uh, the conference season played. Mm-hmm. And in college, like 
once you start once you start getting that kind of attention, like your oppose your opponents are just going to put all that attention on you. And mm. I just didn't have the You're tools. Double to, teamed and everything. Exactly, oh, you just didn't have the tools to to like counter. Damn. Yeah. So like my little my little window of glory kind of just got shut down pretty quick. I mean, yeah. but that's not bad though. I mean, like at least you had one. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah. My window of glory is I uh, when I, I was seven. There, I did no. <laughs> I did basketball for one year in high school. It was six guys on the team, right? So yeah. uh, mostly it was five guys the whole the whole game, and in front of the whole community, we're a home game. The 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 course or the course the gym is about a volleyball size. Yeah, and I scored over forty points against Whoa. a really bad team. And, but that's my my glory moment. It was in it was the like, news. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. yeah. But that was like my moment of glory. Like, yeah. Really bad team against a really awful team. Yeah. But like you were D1. You were in college. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, thousands of kids go to this school, I would imagine. Yeah. So it's a pretty big school. You said it was private, but. We played against some high major schools, too. So, I mean, Iowa and Iowa State are some really big that's schools kinda, there. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like my little. It's cold day. Like one day, and then you with D one up here. I mean, that's pretty damn big. Well, I also had one. No, no, no. Wait, wait. I was just a little lower, lower at my school. I was in the jam league, which stood for Jesus and me. <laughs> so uh, I was on the red team, and uh, what you guys do. We what played basketball. Do? It was the Jesus and me league jam. Uh, so. I just remembered I was kind it's of a time to jam. Yeah. Space jam. <laughs> uh, oh, no. I was somewhat of a sniper. Uh, <laughs> I was 0 for 30 from the free throw line. So, you know, I, love, I love how I put myself yeah, down here. Mine's just, you were just, like just a <laughs> Jesus and me league was not a joke. Uh, it's like D one Jesus and me. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know about you guys, but those Jesus were some me- and me league. Yeah. God, we I said a prayer it. every oh, time before we started. Why am I hearing about this right now? Yeah. I thought you would have read about it in the news. Oh, to be yeah. honest, <laughs> I thought there was a highlight. God. Sports Center was there a lot for some of the plays that we were we were pulling off. So, Jesus didn't help me a whole lot out on the basketball court. (laughs) Oh, damn. I feel bad because my dad loves basketball. Big Laker fan his whole life. Would come to every game. RIP to them this weekend. I know. He he was not upset. And my brother-in-law, they're all Laker fans. They were, you know, real real sad. But he would come to the games and he's like, oh, man, you just got to go, you know, get a layup here, you know, try to get some points for the team because you guys are losing. And I'm like, don't worry, <laughs> Jesus is going to help. No, but, and I just remember I made a layup and, I, and he was just like so proud of me for like scoring. I'm like, that's my son. That's my son. Know, that's my I son. I can see it. Yeah. I can see it. That's my boy. <laughs> so, you know, we've all had our glory days, you know. So right, right. Um, I do Honestly, love the, yeah. the shirt though. Oh, thank you. Did yeah. you get that made? You know what? Uh, it's a, a, gal uh, from, you, a gal from my gym. Really? Yeah. Because, I mean, I feel like the old dump truck daddy. I feel like this belongs to you. I feel like, you know, it's some copyright infringement going I know, on. But I, whatever, you know. Who did it? Oh, you don't have to say it. Yeah. No, yeah, I'll say it. Oh, okay. It was, yeah, it was Jasmine. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'll allow it because she'll probably throw me. So. She probably would pick you up and throw you. <laughs> yeah, because she's strong. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we've all had our basketball days. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, some of guy, us the, at a little higher I level. Think, <laughs> no, I think you were at the higher level. The highest level. It's like Can NBA. You take I me higher. <laughs> that was how we. That was our national anthem. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Please stand for the national be, anthem. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> national anthem. Yeah. Dreaming. Yeah. It's just like a three and a half minute national yeah. anthem. Can you take me high? Um, hats off. That is yeah. era appropriate though. I, yeah. I loved it. That was yeah. a great song. So you were getting double teamed out on the court, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. and, and you couldn't handle I it. I couldn't handle the yeah. double team. You just needed some Jesus and me. I did. Yeah. I needed I needed something. Some jam. I needed some jam. And so that obviously kind of put put right. some stress on on your your ability to perform as as a, as a college you know as a as a college freshman, yeah, yeah. That that was hard. Um it brought it that created a lot of momentum for my sophomore season. Mm-hmm. Sophomore season went really well. Um junior season was kind of kind of up and down. And I was just kind of starting to feel the burnout of just like the demands of all the things that we just talked about. Yeah. yeah. Um, Laundry, a lot. taking Laundry. showers. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot. You're the smelly kid. The sm- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't washed my underwear. I haven't washed my underwear. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. Underwear? You're was, wearing that? <laughs> I just went and I was like, coach, I can't take this anymore. Yeah. yeah. And so you felt a drawback home? Or I felt how- a drawback home. Um, yeah. I... I was kind of realizing that how, you know, when I first, when I first got to Drake, I was, I, I learned really fast that, um, making it to the, to the NBA was going to, is a pretty far reach. Mm-hmm. And I kind of started thinking about, you know, what, you know, what, uh, what else, what what's else could the, be what's a backup there? plan? Yeah. What's a backup plan? I kind of always had a, like a backup plan in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I was to be like a physical therapist, mm-hmm. but, um, so yeah, I was just going to I was just going to be done with basketball by my end of my junior year and I was going to pursue uh physical therapy school. Mm-hmm. And I'd went I'd go back home to Metlakatla in the summertime, um summer before my senior season. Uh UAA called me and they um you know, they offered me a scholarship basically on the spot. They said we have a chance to be really good and we ended up making it to the final four here. Yeah, I remember that. We were yeah, we became one of those like one of the the legendary teams the Cinderella they call yeah yeah um here at UAA and um it was it was definitely a cool like redemption story you yeah. know from you know as far as i'm concerned you know like the guy that the guy that left home and then he came back home and you know and we had like a really a really good season a really good turnout and uh it was just a really cool experience and then you know after that we went right into i i was done i didn't want to play ba- uh professionally and so I just went to school. And so that's where, you know, that's where I met you. Yeah. And I mean, that was right after that year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because you were kind of riding the cool ga- cool guy wave, you know, and like, I was like, oh, that's Chris Bryant. He's playing basketball. Oh, so you He'll, knew him before you Yeah, like him? just because uh, like Dustin so were, and everybody. You were, yeah. and, you were popular. Yeah, Gabe Meester and all that. Yeah. And, we and they're the always program. like, I was always like, yeah, Chris will never look at me. He won't ever, <laughs> he won't ever be, you know, maybe well, if, if I wear my me, jam if shirt. You, yeah, if you were, if you told me you were in the <laughs> jam, jam league, league, yeah, I would have been probably wearing starting his WWJD up. bracelets <laughs> over here. We did have those. Um, yeah, <laughs> so then you had to kind of become just a student then, right? After yeah, that, and just then you're one of us normies. One of a nor, yeah, a normie. Um, my fiance was kind of in a similar boat too. She- Congratulations, by the way. Thank this you. This is the first time I've seen you since you've gotten engaged. Yeah. 
You're engaged now. Okay, sorry. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of texted him when it happened. So yeah, so she was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she yeah. was. <laughs> Whatever. She was a volleyball player, but they call them they call themselves NARPs when they're done. Like no non-athlete, regular, regular student. PR NARC. or something. NARC. Very similar to <laughs> NARC. Yeah. yeah, NARC. Yeah, NARC. You're, you're a NARP or you're a NARC. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I was an I was I was you know figuring out how to live as a NARP. And so you went for what was your degree in? So I want. So uh, my degree was in physical education. Right. Um, they didn't have like a pre-physical therapy kind of program, so mm-hmm. that was about the closest thing you can do for it. So yeah, I, I basically just yeah, I, I ended up pursuing that degree and playing lots of ping pong. Oh yeah, lots of party, down in the student hanging union, out with man. This guy hanging oh, out, hanging out boy. with this, this stallion you know, over you have, here. Do you have a story? Wearing white jeans. Do you have a story, a Kyle story <laughs> that like sticks out? <laughs> like good, bad, yeah. Man, give me. You gotta, Where do give I me, start? Give yeah. me like, give me like one, one that like the one that just popped into your brain just now. Oh, God, I, was, I, think I was gonna say there's some like <laughs> yeah. we, me and Chris have several packs. Ladies and gentlemen, not we, watching the podcast, he's paused. Yeah, he has one in his brain. There's some, yeah, there's some stories, but he's hesitating. Yeah, I'm hesitating um, for no other of, for no other reason than um, there's just like a lot of Kyle's dignity. <laughs> there's Kyle's <laughs> dignity and uh, and good amounts of vomit. Yeah, oh. there's always vomit. I don't know. Yeah. I never thought of myself as a puke guy. Yeah. But it seems when I drink too much. Puke guy. I, I, I let puke out. Everybody starts chanting. Yeah. Like, All right, this is my thing now. Yeah, there's just, uh, we were in an interesting time because we were, and we've talked about this, is the Klein brothers rented a place and you were renting as well in Casablanca. Yep. The, the right condos. across from the Alaska Club. Club Romantic. Yeah. Yep. Yes. And this place was a mess. <laughs> like there. It's an understatement. Yeah. Just so, a lot of stories happen there that I we can't it. even. I'm bummed I missed it. Talk about. But it's a lot of stuff that we laugh about even to this day. Chris and I would be at the gym because Chris also was training me for probably close to like a year and a half year and or a half, two. Yeah. Yeah. And we would be sometimes the only ones in there at noon, and we would just reminisce and be like, man, we're getting so freaking old. Yeah. Like, yeah. this was 15 years ago that we were, you know, 21 or yeah. 22. And it's like, you know, you kind of have to tell those stupid, vulgar stories again just to, like, kind of remind yourself that you were young and, like, you know, Let whether it was good days. or bad. I don't even know that I would consider them, like, glory days, but it's almost like you have to talk about the past so, like, you don't forget it that it's a part of you kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, I just always find myself doing that, like talking about stuff that happened just maybe so I don't forget it. Yeah. So I can learn a lesson from it, of course, you know. Yeah, just to learn a lesson. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so college was fun. I would say we had a lot of Really good times we played. Uh, I forget what an athlete I was. First oh, God. Time. Intramural go. volleyball. Intramural volleyball. Intramural basketball. Yeah. Spring team challenge. Did you do dodgeball with us at the uh, Mormon church? I don't think. Uh, no, I didn't do it with that you That was a wild time. I mean, we we would murder some kids with those balls. But, no, I believe it. Yeah. So, I mean, we college was in Alaska is a lot of people always think like it's not the same as like going to like Drake or some, one of these right. biggers, but UAA has its own fun. It really does. It really does. You got the Blue Fox nearby. You got the Blue you, Fox. You got 
I mean, everything's just kind of kind of in that vicinity. It's in the vicinity, right? And I remember we would go finals week was a very popular time to be like, I'm done studying in the student union. Let's go to the Blue Fox and then get mystery shots. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they were like in a the whatever it was was in a brown paper bag, and I mm-hmm. think it was like three bucks for yeah. a shot, and they didn't tell you what it was. No. Nope. And so uh, a buddy of ours, Dan, I don't remember his Squid? last. No, other Dan, he was a skier. Um, yeah, Dan McKay. McKay, yeah. yes. And he, he would just, I know, he would just buy like, oh, okay, yeah, we're just doing like seven mystery shots. And oh, we're God. like, I got to study. And, oh, <laughs> like, God. Just the typical college stuff that was like fun to to reminisce on. But yeah. So Ugh, I don't know. Not you had mystery shots. Yeah. Yeah. It was not a great idea. It was probably yeah. garbage. But so you, you wrap up college. Mm-hmm. What, what happens after college then? So college, I'm kind of just like at the same time, like we're yeah. going at the same time, like as we're going through college and, you know, during the time afterwards, it was just kind of like up in the air. It was up in the air. I was kind of like, there's just like a lot of uncertainty. Um, you know, I just kind of just hit this, like, what am I going to, what am I going to do with my life? And sure. so, you know, while all this is happening, I'm just like, you know, just like partying. Oh yeah. You know, just to kind of, it's a good distraction. It's a good distraction from, because everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. Nobody knows what they want to do. Nobody knows what they want to do. Exactly. And yeah, yeah, I mean, so I was, I was in that realm. Um, You know, I'd play basketball recreationally and it was, it's fun to just kind of like whoop up on everybody, you know? Yeah. Do you know who I am? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, basketball. What's basketball? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you try to make it in that hole up there. That seems hard. <laughs> That's exactly what he would do. Fucking hustler oh, yeah. you were. Yeah. That's how you were making your money. That's how you got into entrepreneurship. That's exactly how I did. Yeah, yeah. you're like, man, this entrepreneurship. I'm making a business here. I'm I'm killing it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Uh, let's speak about entrepreneurship. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's where it's, it's, yeah. I mean, I, that's where you were, you were headed with that question. I could tell. Yeah. Uh, um, so I worked, I worked as, um, I worked for a health organization here in town, uh, for about 10 years. And, um, I started as a exercise physiologist. So, I mean, it's just, uh, it's kind of like a glorified personal trainer for, uh, people with, with at risk, um, you know, folks with like diabetes or, mm-hmm. Um, you know, if they don't, it's kind of like that client is like, um, if they don't change their lifestyle, they're going to lose a limb, they're going to lose an eye or, you know, the quality of their life is going to be significantly impacted. Sure. So that was like having that exposure first was kind of, it was pretty powerful because, you know, see, you know, seeing people like in that vulnerable of a state, just kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, if they can get through that or if, if, if I can help in any way you know, to coach them through, you know, like such a trying time in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, if I wanted to personal train somebody to help them get into like a size two, like that's, you know, that's just like, you know, it's something easy to do. Or I can, I can do anything, yeah. the right? The stakes are a little lower. Stakes yeah, are a little bit lower. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I, I guess I got into entrepreneurship just by, um, one, I, I wanted autonomy in my time. Yeah. Mm. Um, I love the I love the freedom of just being able to make your own schedule. Um, I like that. Um, it goes back to that purpose. Like it, it just kind of it's a lot more grounding working for yourself. And um, as long as you have the clear, I had the clarity of like what I wanted to do. You know, for the most part, and I just figured I would. I had the confidence and a little bit of retirement saved up to like, um, you know, I I used some of that to kind of get my business started. Right. 
So, I mean, being, being in that space for 10 years, I, I made like a little bit of, I took a bit of a calculated risk. I didn't have any children. I wasn't married yet. So, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, just entrepreneurship was just kind of something that I always thought I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so was that the invention of CB training then? CB training came along, uh, in around like 2018 and the, it kind of started when I was like, uh, I was training my, my ex-girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was training her for, for Miss Alaska and she ended up having a lot of success there. And I was like, Hey, I'm good at this. I'm good at this. Yeah. And, and then from there, that's kind of where the business launched. I, I got a studio. I met you, you yeah. and I connected around there. Yep. Steven, shout out to you. You made my logo. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Long time ago. I, yeah, I back recall. In the day. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say because like I remember because I was like, damn, I'm doing these videos. I need to look fit on these videos. <laughs> you know, I want to look good. And I was like, oh, Chris can make me look good. So <laughs> I was I started going to you training, and we did mm-hmm. it for a while. Yeah, we trained for a bit. Um, and then as you can see, I fell off the wagon a little bit. But it was like I remember. I still remember some of those days and I still pass where your studio is. And I'm like, I think about the times where we would like, we would do it during the winter mm-hmm. but then like it would start to like get spring out, summer out. And then you'd open up the door. Yeah. I know and, the feeling. Oh man. I just remember when that like, garage door opens, yeah. it's a whole nother gym. Yeah. yeah. It's I a just, whole nother vibe. People are good. trying to lay in the sun. On yep. the- <laughs> yeah. But I also remember getting my ass kicked, dude. Yeah. You like did not hold back. It's, it, you're good. I mean, it's good. And so I remember just like, you were my first kind of foray into like training and and what that looks like and going multiple times a week or whatever it was. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was fun. I I think with, yeah. And I, I think with you though, too, I think you responded well to it because, you know, basically you said, first of all, you said, Chris, I need you to kick my ass. Yeah. But two, like, I mean, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) No, not that way. No, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, you just, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's what you it's what you asked for. So yeah, it's what you get. Yeah, yeah Chris yeah. almost killed me. Yeah, there was a it was that sled. It was the sled. Yeah, I was pushing in the the parking lot, and he was like going back and forth. I have and that like, video somewhere. And I mean, after we were done, wait, what? I, oh, so on. a sled like a metal piece that's got like skis on the bottom. Oh, and you then push you're pushing it with it has like weights on, on it. On yeah. it. Yep. Okay, yeah, yeah. And so we were supposed to like push it and then pull it back or something like yeah. five times. And I was like. In the cold, you were doing. No, this, this was like this summertime. Summertime, yeah. Oh, okay, I was and like, I was damn. You're heartless. <laughs> I was so out of. It would have been much better to do on snow, <laughs> I think. But I got done, and I was like, I thought I was going into cardiac arrest or something. Like I could not catch my breath. I was like, so damn. I was just like, if I could say your name right now, I kill you. So Kyle told me not to kill him. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you succeeded. So that was one of yeah. So that was (laughs) that was one of the that was like I don't know why we why we decided to do that. I don't remember. You were talking about Ben Patrick, I think. Yeah, about knees over toes or something. And regardless, I remember that one specifically because I was like, the thing about working out and and maybe even sports in general is anytime you start feeling cocky, like I'm kind of doing pretty good, you realize that like there is several levels above you of skill or performance wise. Mm. Like as soon as you start feeling strong, not that you should compare yourself to anybody else, but you do have to realize that there is always somebody doing it 
Different, yeah, there's always. A, I'm experiencing <laughs> that right now. I started doing jujitsu again. Oh Ooh, yeah, damn, cool. Yeah, and I don't know jack shit. Um, <laughs> but then you know, you there's all. I went in one day and there was just like a, there's just like another white belt who's just like just as brand new as me. Mm. And and he got good. And no, we were, came in at the same time, and I you know I was able to kind of you know I I was kind of getting the best of him. Mm. And then five minutes later, we go to the next, the next, you know. Oh, yeah. When, yeah. You, when you're like rolling, you kind of. Yeah, switch partners. You switch partners. And then, you know, so I get to this next partner and he was a blue belt. About the same size, same kind of shape as this guy who's a white belt. And he just mops the floor with me. Yeah. What's as a blue belt next step up? Yeah. Blue belt's the next step up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, man. He just uh, made you look like a fool. Made me just look like a fool. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that's honestly. Jiu-Jitsu is something I would I, like. I love boxing, right? Yeah. I've been boxing a couple times a week now. And like, as soon as they like are like, all right, kick the bag. I'm like, I become like, what the ah, kick? yeah, I'm like awful immediately. It's like drumming. I can drum with my, my hands, but then mm -hmm. as soon as you add the feet in, I'm like so uncoordinated. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, hands. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm Paul Queen. I'm yeah. blah, blah. It's like, whatever. And then like, as soon as I'm like, they're kick. like, kick, kick, kick. I'm like, nope, nope. Can't do it. Can't <laughs> yeah. Do it. Um, I, so I remember when we were like training me and you and it was just me and you for a while mm -hmm. and like once in a while we'd have friends come over and like you know um Mitchlandia like Mitchlandia came yeah. over oh, Mitch, Mitchell would come over yeah. Winston oh, came over Winnie Pig Oh Winnie Pig yep. Jeez. um yeah I think there was like another one or two uh you I think you came over once uh, before I think you I, started training I think I maybe came once uh but I remember that we would talk about like entrepreneurship yeah. and like content and like social media because I was like vlogging every week. Yeah. So I was kind of in that zone every day for right. myself, but also for business and Cotton Caliber was at that time too. Mm. Um, and so like, where did you think, you know, you said you, you had the two things like autonomy of time and so on, but like what keeps you going forward in entrepreneurship and like pushing forward and then starting and then what was it that like in the beginning where you were like okay this is working mm -hmm. my business is okay this is this is the thing um i can't think of any like any one particular thing and when i first started all i could think about is just kind of similar to basketball i just dream just dreamed yeah and you know just kind of i had like a broad strokes vision of me being able to work for myself, um, you know, we talk. I told you like I wanted to be like an ambassador for Lululemon. Yeah, but before that yeah. was a thing. We didn't That's, even mention I, that in the male model. I, I wanted to get to that too because that is such a cool moment. And I messaged you this. As you soon did, as, yeah. As soon as I saw this on Instagram, that you have you became a Lululemon ambassador. Yeah. Which back in the day when we were doing this, I was like, oh, what are your goals? What are your dreams? And that was one of your dreams. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, like. That's on your Instagram profile now. Like, it's your thing. Like, you did it. You achieved it. Like, yeah. You're in the store on the wall. Yeah. Your I picture on is on the wall, yeah. which is, it, it's kind of cool. And it's like you, Elisa Marie. Marie. Yeah. And it's like really rad to see. Like, I'm like, I walk in there. I'm like, God, I just walk in there. I know this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I know him. Like, I miss nobody, you, Chris. Nobody I miss you, man. <laughs> did he die? Sir, is he no, dead? he's. He's fine, actually. <laughs> He's doing great. <laughs> just, just he just doesn't him. talk to me anymore. <laughs> just haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I remember because we were talking about like you know dreams and goals and stuff like that. So I thought that was like the coolest thing when you finally achieved that. I was like, fuck, you did it. Yeah. As you know, just like as we're as I'm just like looking back and having this conversation. I mean, just having like being able to visualize uh, has been a strength for me. Mm. Uh, it's like served like it served me like for the basketball dream and then. 
you know, this entrepreneurship dream that I'm still trying to like, still yes. chugging along with. Every day is kind of a new challenge in that whole realm. Because yeah. I mean, you, you got to, I mean, last time we talked, you were kind of looking at like doing some like online uh, courses kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you do have the opportunity to work with different, um, because of your background, you get to go to different places and teach classes and stuff like that still, right? That's right. And yeah. so what? what is that kind of, what's... What's the luxury of that getting to go to different villages to either do basketball camps or do fitness and and different types of classes out there? I'd say the luxury of it is just being able to it's like really rewarding because it's almost like you're seeing like little little me's yeah. or like you're going out to places like Metlakatla. Like Metlakatla that, you know, all they have is this and you get to you get to provide that experience for the for that community. And so what do you get to do out there? Like you're you're teaching yeah, well, them Yeah, yeah. Tell tell people who don't know anything about this and like sure. tell them what it is. So um another part of you know what I you know, part of what I do in my business is I do basketball camps in villages. Um and usually the there's a uh, two components to it. One of them is the basketball camp, which is about a week long, and then the we do the little kind of spin that I put on it is I add strength and conditioning to it, mm -hmm. which was the weakest part in my in my game. Mm -hmm. So being able to just kind of like give back something that I didn't have and share it with the community has been just kind of like a really just been like a really cool, um, you know, rewarding thing you know, that you get to do in entrepreneurship. You get to you get to like manifest and, you know, make something make something out of nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because a lot of those kids, I mean, if you don't do it, I mean, maybe somebody else would, but if not, like a lot of these kids that maybe have the dream of high or college sports or right. something like that may never even pursue it without like seeing an example of possible. somebody that's right. done it. Yeah. And so you know, it's like there's the benefit of helping kids like find sports and community and all that stuff, but mm -hmm. you never know who you might like like reach out to in these different villages that we're just waiting for the right like mentor or right. or role model to like be like you know what that guy was from a small community too and he went and played a D1 scholarship right. kind of thing and so that's, that's right. kind of cool that you could be like man you never know who who you've left a mark on essentially yeah. in, in all these different places yeah and then those types of opportunities just kind of take on a life of its own I was, you know? I've been thinking of doing a Jesus and me circuit <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, you never know what's possible. You could jam. Can I yeah. get in on this? Can yeah. I <laughs> Do you guys need a demo? I, I, think I, I still. I could just hear the introductions right now. It'd be like Stanley on The Office, like <laughs> Stephen Cornfield yeah. once scored forty points. Yeah, <laughs> and like I have a banner. Yeah. Lights turn off. You hear like now Stephen Cornfield, who's once scored forty points in his high school game. <laughs> the other team didn't even show up, so he was playing out there by himself for about forty-seven minutes. It was, was a barn like, burner. <laughs> Stephen Corbin. That would be Just wild. Come through. There's like five kids. <laughs> I see it now. I think there's a video idea in there somewhere. That's actually not a bad yeah. video. Idea. That isn't a bad idea. So, yeah. So, I, like, I feel like we've touched on on your your life and kind of the whole cycle of how you've gotten to now where you are with CB training. Like, mm -hmm. one of the things I kind of wanted to dive into was like. You know, I have a lot of questions about just like health and wellness and stuff that like I just would love your feedback on or your advice to people. How that, do you look? 
Not, well, How do we I look? don't want do to go good? there yet. Do we look like we're, we're the age that I we are? I got Mexico coming up in five months, and how do I drop 27 <laughs> pounds? Okay, go. No. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be healthy. Just yeah, tell me we're how. looking for like... <laughs> it this, doesn't have to be like mentally healthy, yeah. but... Yeah, I, the title yeah. of this podcast, we want it to be super clickbaity. Yeah. Like five ways to how lose 100 lose. pounds in five months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. But like, I mean, some of the things I think about is... You know, what do you tell somebody like that comes in, for example, like, let's just say you have somebody like me that's like, I want to get in shape um, for the summer. I need summer abs and all that stuff. Do you do you have kind of like some core advice that you give people like three things like, you know, obviously you can say eat better, work out. But like, do you kind of have some Chris Bryant tips that you give people to like? You gave me like a recipe one time when I was complaining about like muscle soreness. Yeah. Do you remember that? The, the something the, cocktail. Yeah. Like yeah. The recovery, recovery cocktail. cocktail. Yeah. And so like I always think like what is something like if if somebody's listening and they're like, hey, s- summer's already kind of almost here, but like mm-hmm. I really want to kind of like lose a few pounds over the next few months. Like what would you kind of give as advice? As we're not doctors, so we can't say. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And just to, yeah, just to. And this is, yeah, you can, you can preface it with a, you know. Yeah. I mean, if this is just like for just uh general. Just, just pretend that, you yeah. know, this is someone that just wants to. You're talking to, to me, you know. Yeah. You're telling Kyle the I'm hard telling truth. Kyle. Well, yeah. you're kind of fat in the Bay yeah. region. You can put so. the beer down that you're drinking. <laughs> first you thing cow. first, yeah, the IPA, For, uh, the, hot, is, the hot dogs at, at the golf course. Let the record show this is apple juice. <laughs> Much very, better. Very frothy. <laughs> yeah. Apple juice. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think that if you're, um, if I'm like talking to you and you're, sure. and you're doing, and you wanted to lose some fat. Yeah, so let's say I'm not working out at all. Yeah. Um, my diet is mediocre at best. Like mm-hmm. what are, what are some things you would tell me to like start watching out for and maybe doing? Um, so if you and I are going to work together, mm-hmm. you and I would probably work, you know, three days a week. And then I would give you like one or two things that you believe that you can do successfully. Okay. So, you know, what was list one of those things that you, uh, let's say I'm eating ice cream every Friday night so and a lot of it. So if you're like eating a, a dangerous l- amount. Oh my god! <laughs> all right, are you yeah, speaking? Yeah. This, is, not, this is a this is a joke. <laughs> this is all hypothetical. It's guys. not mint chocolate chip ice cream, was it? No, but. So yeah, nutrition coaching. That's you know that's like the bane of of, of a lot of. Um, it's a it's a it's a challenging thing just because it's so individual, right? Yeah. But if it was you know in this case, if it was you eating ice cream, you know every day, um, that'd be and the first thing. That's I would go. I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's something that you have that has to go. I would say that. You know, is that a is there a portion that you can either dial it back from, or is there another is there another place in your diet that you can that you can erase some calories erase some from? Calories from yeah. So, like, would you put me on a, like a specific number to hit each week or day for so that, calories? That terrifies me. Um, counting calories, counting calories, because it can lead to a, a mental spiral and that um, there's obsession about. There's, I, th- there's some folks that, you know, that just don't do well with it. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, that's just a matter of me getting to know you. But like, say, say you did, say you did like calorie, calorie counting. Mm-hmm. Um, I would give you, uh, I'd give you a formula, something along the lines of like your body weight times 15 pounds. That's just kind of like a general, that's your maintenance calories. Mm-hmm. That's how long, that's how much it takes for you to like burn, operate, plus, on, a operate on a daily basis. Yeah. And I would put you on a miniature calorie deficit, mm-hmm. like, you know, 
four to 500 calories where you're going to burn, you know, maybe 200 just from training with me and either getting some steps in or doing some low impact cardio, steady state cardio, something sure. along those lines. Yeah. And then dialing back a couple hundred calories um, per day and, you know, whether it's going to be cutting out a high ice cream or, or you know, the hot dog at the golf course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because those are things like I feel like losing weight and getting in shape is incredibly boring, the truth of it. Right. Everybody wants kind of this miracle drug or miracle workout that's going to like make you fit in right. in a week right. or, or two weeks, you know, if you're feeling, you know, yeah. patient. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's been like the... I mean, that's the whole industry. That's the whole industry, you know, and then, you know, the trick with, you know, the trick for us is like trying to be able to, trying to be able to deliver, deliver that without like not delivering it, if that makes mm, sense. Yeah. So like if, you know, making, you know, making like a, a video that's like, you know, how can you, how to lose fat, mm -hmm. you know, how to lose fat in like, you know, a month. Right. Or, you know, you know 10 I, days. And I always fall into those holes. Right. Yeah. Like, it sounds it yeah. sounds lovely. Like I I mean there like YouTube videos and I'm like okay like I get really motivated for like short amount of time, mm -hmm. right? So like when you were saying like counting calories, I actually would get really into counting calories for like a week. Right. And then after that I'm just like ah I don't, like I run into I go out to dinner and I'm like, ah, whatever. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. And then, of course, it's just domino effects. Right. Uh, and so, like, I'll get really motivated and I'll, like, start watching videos. Like, okay, all right. I'll start doing it, maybe going to the gym for mm -hmm. a week. But, like, my thing is, like, how do I keep that up? How do yeah. I keep motivated? And, like, because I think the you, you said early on, you're, like, mind and body. You're, like, you can't do one without the other. 100%. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, how, I'm more curious about the mental game that you play in your head because I feel like that's where you win and you lose. Right. For me, at least. Yeah. So, so I mean, um, I mean, when it comes to like staying motivated, motivated, you know, there's um, motivation is just kind of like a very, it's, it's temporary and it's kind of like elusive. There's just days where you just don't want to train. Yeah. Um, and it, it that's like seven days a week. It happens me. to everybody. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's, and it's a real thing. Um, but um, there's little there's little tricks that I I like to do. One of them is um, just ha system systems over goals. So uh, it's just this principle that you're you have a system in place. So things like um, you know setting your shoes out the night before you before you go to the gym. Mm -hmm. um, like say you want to, um, you know have having things in your calendar, having a having a buddy for accountability. Um, just kind of finding ways to hack yourself into into actually changing the behavior. Right. Yeah, Kyle, like a lot of people... Kyle, I don't want to go to the gym today. Exactly. Kyle has his notifications on do not disturb. <laughs> yeah, Kyle! Like, Kyle! Help me! Kyle! <laughs> but like a lot of people, like I always read, like put their running shoes and their shorts and their t-shirt like next yeah. to their bed. Next to their bed. So that like... As soon as you wake up, you put that on, you brush your teeth, and then it's you have to go. Right. Um, and, and I feel like I had hacked it for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And then what what I seem to run into, which probably everybody does eventually, is something comes up in your life that kind of throws you off. Right. And then it's like you it's like all of the air goes out of the balloon. Yeah. Like you're it, done. What was it for you, Kyle? Um, it was uh I had I threw out my back. Mm-hmm. 
And then the next <laughs> week, I know. Then the next <laughs> week, I had a vasectomy. And then I hurt my shoulder a week after that. Yeah. And so it was like, I hadn't trained in three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, well, well, I can't get back on because now I've just lost all my gains that or whatever I had done you for got, the past year and a half. That's, your, you got that's your stopping point right there. That's like your that's that's like the kink right there was your like I felt like I had I it would be like now I gotta work doubly hard to get back to even where I was. Yeah. Like that's the part that sucks. And I feel like I was just like, well, eventually I'll get back on it. And that's kind of where I've been sitting in limbo and mm. been distracted by everything else is like, oh, you know, we're trying to get everything else going. I don't have time for the gym but i have time to like practice golf and you know like yeah, I, yeah, I make yeah. priorities for certain things right <laughs> <laughs> i mean everybody does yeah and so that's the thing is like i've just replaced the gym with other things yeah and i even though i feel guilty because i know that that should be a priority yeah not just because uh, like the thing that i loved always talking with you about is was like i was never in it to like get the men's health cover kind of body, Mm -hmm. like trying to get shredded and ripped and super strong. Like I just wanted to think more about like longevity. Mm -hmm. Like I want to get to my fifties and sixties if I make it and nothing happens to me between now and then in a graceful fashion where my body still works. And listen to, and listen to yourself about that. Like listen to what you just said. Like that was your goal and you did it for a year and a half. Right. And then, you know, once, I mean, it sounds like once, once you broke your back, you got the vasectomy and the shoulder kind of went out. Yeah. The things that I'm like trying to the like. The things that you're trying to. To not have happen to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, those were temporary things. Right. But they, it's like I lost all the steam and momentum of yeah. what I had built up. And then it was like, I was like, God, I don't want to freaking start over and like take it slow again. And it's almost like. You know, but you're not really starting over though. You're not. I yeah. mean, the knowledge and like the knowledge, but then your your body remembers, like your sure. body physically remembers. Like, if you came back, if you came back to noon class, yeah. And this isn't just me selling you to come back. Yeah. To my class. <laughs> I was a nooner, baby. <laughs> we. <laughs> but your body's gonna remember remember that year and a half of, of work you did. And yeah. It, like I went back to jujitsu, and I still remember how to like pull a guard and right. I remember like some of the techniques and stuff the body your body's going to remember that stuff it's yeah just, it'll be a shorter frame of learning right but it is just kind of demoralizing to me a bit sure. that it's just like god I gotta I, I I got steps up and then I just move some steps back not all the way but yeah. you know it's just like that idea of reversing yeah does hurt my brain yeah so, so your, your question your guys question was like okay Chris how do you keep how do you keep going yeah like in, in my mind, I don't think about, I think like super, super long-term. Sure. Like kind of just kind of the way that you were thinking in terms of just like, all right, I want, I want to be able to train. I just want to keep doing these things that I want to do. I want to be able to keep playing golf for a long time. I want to be able to keep up with Caroline. Like yeah. all of those types you of- You too? Yeah, I want to be able to keep up with Caroline when I'm- <laughs> Yeah. yeah. She's, if she, she's going to be fast. She's going to be my basketball. She's going to be the basketball. She's going to be my basketball at, at jam. She's going to be rolling at around the on the camp. court. Yeah. Good, good callback, yeah, guys. Jesus and me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the way, the way that it works in my mind is I'm playing, I'm playing the long game. Like, I'm dealing with a shoulder injury right now. Um, I tore my Achilles last year and yes, that was was huge. It was, it was super hard, but I was still able to keep my, I I gained a little bit of weight, you know, because I couldn't, I couldn't do any high impact stuff, Yeah, but I still was able to do the skier. I was still able to do, um, some stuff with my opposite shoulder. 
I still got to do stuff outside and, and, and go on walks. So it's just kind of like where uh, a big thing that I always told myself was like, you know, whenever there's any kind of like adversity with myself physically is like, where's the opportunity? Like mm-hmm. what, what do I have going? What's working right now? Um, and that, you know, that basically keeps me, keeps me going. So like my kid, so I was in that boot for like 12 weeks and I couldn't, I was in, I was walking around on a scooter. I think, yeah, I mean, you were there. Yeah. Um, I do the skier and I could do the, my upper body stuff. Yeah. And even that, I mean, like you had to be very careful not to like injure it, especially after, and, I mean, like, yeah. And we were PRing on our bench presses Yeah, and my Achilles, Ooh, my days, my Achilles was <laughs> shit, but like, yeah. You know, but there's there's other ways in in strength and conditioning that you can you can always develop in and become stronger in. Okay, all right. So, so what what's so say someone like you know this is a hypothetical uh, situation again. Definitely speaking for a friend, not for myself. Uh, <laughs> what is some it's like someone's been out of the game mm-hmm. maybe for a long time. Maybe they're thirty years old. Maybe they're sixty years old. Maybe mm-hmm. they're seven years old. We do have a very old population that yep. listens to this podcast. <laughs> Shout out to the oldies. Yeah. Um, like, what is uh, something, some advice you would just give them to, like, you know what? Let's start with those systems, with those process, like, you know, get my shoes next to the door and ready to go. Yeah. Or, you know, what? what's the first step that someone should do? Some of my el- to get like, better. So, you know, some of my elders or some of my older folks, um, they're training they're training because they don't they don't want to you know once once they start once they get injured or if they start getting sick around that age it's really really hard to to bounce back from Mm -hmm. and so you know one thing one thing that i tell them to do is just just start walking keep moving no just literally get out and start walking walk Mm -hmm. on the walk on the track at the dome here if you live here in anchorage walk outside and just aim for aim aim for five thousand steps ten thousand steps is ideal but five thousand steps a day um, is about comes up to about two miles for me, but once you once you start doing that and you start to start to feel a little bit of success that that gains momentum. I'm having incredible success with um, folks just walking. And if you can walk for like into your like 70s and 80s, you're going to mm. have some really really healthy outcomes hmm. in terms of like um, you know prevention of diabetes, prevention of keeping the blood uh, the blood pressure down, the blood sugar down. Um, there's uh, just a lot of good things you can get from walking, and I kind of use that as a gateway into teaching about strength training. Because a lot of because a lot of what happens after after walking is they'll start to learn about their body. Mm-hmm. They'll start to learn like, oh man, my knee's starting to hurt a little bit, or my back's starting to tighten up. So I'm like, okay, now if you want to be able to keep walking like this and keep this momentum going, now you need to start thinking about. Um, stretching your body. You need to start thinking about warming it up correctly. You need to start thinking about strengthening um, these these muscles or these areas because, you know, as we, you know, from the age of 30, once we start, once we turn 30 as um, humans, we um, we start, our muscle mass starts to deteriorate. And they've there's been a lot of studies now. Once where we hit what? 30. 30, bro. Damn. Yeah. I'm on my way down. We're dying. We're, our, <laughs> we're literally dying. We right are now. on our way down. Our muscles are deteriorating, no, boys. Our testosterone's dropping every day. Yep. It yeah. sucks. Oh my god. Yeah, and you could offset it by strength training. You can offset it by by walking and getting a. I'd up rather complain. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're dying. Or you just complain? Yeah. <laughs> I I just did actually a pretty cool online. I, I noticed my HSA through my work. Mm-hmm. Um. I had some extra money sitting in there for my health savings account. Hey. And I was like, oh, dope. What can I use you this on? You didn't get on? fired from there yet? No, no, not yet. Okay. 
but probably one day. But um, I, I get online and I look up like uh, um, test, at home tests for for men, mm-hmm. and so I found like this one. It's called I'm Aware, and it's a, like a men's complete wellness test, and it's just the blood test, and it tests like testosterone, vitamin D. Yeah. Um, it does like a prostate cancer screening. Right. Through right. Some, like, do you have to take it? Send it off. Somewhere? Yeah. You. You. They send you the kit. You so it's prick like a, your. It's like a little ancestry thing. Like you do it. it essentially. It yeah. And okay. then they they run it through the gamut to make tell you all your vitamin D levels, your testosterone presents, and all these different things. And I was like, this might be something like I I would do like twice a year, mm-hmm. you know. Did you do it? Yeah. And it was it was pretty cool because I was like Well how are your levels? Let's um, share with the folks. everything was I mean I take how are those T levels? <sighs> Honestly, I think they messed up something with my vasectomy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I think they sniffed the wrong cord. To be honest, they burned the wrong thing. Molly's pregnant again. Yeah. And no, it was a little just below the norm. I think is like a fourth. I don't even know. What, I don't even know. All I know is the numbers was between four and eight, and I think it's milli, uh, NGL or whatever it is. Yeah. And so you're so about fifty percent. I was three point nine six. So I was just under like. Not bad. Which, but it concerned me because, like, I've been feeling like fatigue and all mm. these things that are like a sign of low mm-hmm. testosterone lately. And I mean, a lot of it is from just not working out, I think, too, is yeah. not helping. But then, like, my vitamin D level, I take 10,000 IUs a day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Damn. Well, 10,000? 10 to 20, usually. I was on that in the wintertime. Yeah. 10,000. It, it helped. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my! I was telling uh, people six thousand, and I, they were like being like, "Wow, that's a lot." And so I thought you I was on the high end. Should try to take a men's spectrum. dose. Okay, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, damn, but, ten to twenty. Okay, but literally, uh, I've been on like ten to fifteen for like probably a year and a half. Do you see a difference? Uh, I don't. D? I, I never, don't know. But I my levels have. were great. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, so at least I know I'm not overdoing it and I'm not underdoing it. Mm -hmm. But like, I just thought that was cool that like you can order a test. It was like 140 bucks, but Mm -hmm. um, your HSA, if you have one, covers it. And it could give me all these different readings and stuff that like I didn't have to go see a doctor, have this weird talk because I noticed one of the things that pissed me off was I go see my primary care doctor. Yep. And I'm like, hey, um, I want to run some blood tests and... And he's like, oh, well, and he kind of gave me like, you don't really need to do that. Yeah. And I was like, really? You got to go see a new doctor. Well, I hate it when they but do that. But yeah. I'm just if saying, I don't want, think, I don't think that's uncommon. That. I think that, like, depending on your doctor, obviously. But he kind of was running me through the gamut of like, if you want to know what your testosterone is, honestly, it's a big waste of money. Like, uh, and I was just like, really? Like, even if it's, he's like. He's like, if I was in the business, I could tell a lot of guys that have low testosterone and make a lot of money off of them by, you know, doing all these things. And I'm just like, you don't really want to run anything. And <laughs> like, I was just like, you don't, you don't want to, like, you don't want to know. Yeah. I was just yeah. like, I kind of feel like wanna I want to know. That, yeah. That, that's a lot of like, I actually, I just got my bloods drawn a few months ago because it's just like, you know, I think it's good to like know that you're healthy. Yeah. You should and, know. Yeah. Certain right. levels that you're at. And I think you should yeah, do it annually. I, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I went into my doctor's and I was like, you know, got my annual checkup. And I was just like, I want to see what's going on in there. I haven't gotten mm-hmm. it in years. <laughs> hey, what's, doc. What's going, what's going on, on inside? inside? I don't know. And he's yeah. like, well, let's do some tests, you know. Vitamin D is low, obviously. It's not, actually. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing <laughs> like that kind of stuff wow, to motivate Kyle. you. Wow, You talked about motivation, though, you know. Yeah. 
there's nothing like a good blood test where you're just like, yeah. oh that, man, it's getting a little low. Red, yeah. red, red. For me, red. I was like, well, I'm good. I'll just keep eating Philly yeah. cheesesteaks. <laughs> hey, Doc, how's, how's the liver? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, what's it, what's it look like? In yeah. There? Yeah. Because well, I heard it regenerates, <laughs> right? Like I'm really counting. It's easy to get a new one, right? I'm really counting on it, building itself back, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yep. So, yeah. It, and it does. That's what happens. With some milk thistle, right? And I don't know. Um, I don't know. You know about I read about thistle. that. What okay. are you, a witch? Yeah. Okay. What are you, a witch? I know about things. Certain things I know about. Brewing is still over So if you talk to your doctor, get your blood test done, even yeah. if they deter you from it. Even if they tell you not to. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do it anyway. You don't Dress need to know that. Don't listen to your doctors. Yeah. Listen to us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We almost have doctors. Yeah. Oh, God. Combine all our education. Uh, Chris, um, what what's what's next, man? What are you working on Like that you're excited about? Uh, coming up in the future what's something this summer big projects big anything? projects ideas yeah. modeling gigs. put it out there into the world <laughs> I, I heard you talking about the universe and uh, put it I out didn't there talk into- about the universe I just said I visualize visualize or whatever yeah. I I go I'm I'm spiritual like that <laughs> okay. okay 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 uh, and so put it out there like what what's coming up what are you excited about yeah so um I think that uh there's a new population that I'm getting more interested in. And I think it's a cool opportunity is strength and conditioning for like high school athletes Mm. here, here in Anchorage, but not only just high school, but, um, I'll also be, there's a good chance I'll probably be, um, UAA or UAA, uh, sports is strength and conditioning coach. Oh, Um, you're really going hard. Yeah. So I, I'd move into there. Um, go back to Seawolves. Go back, go back to the, go back to Seawolves. Yeah. Green and yellow, green and yellow. So, yeah, so I'd be doing be doing that, and then um, doing some strength and conditioning for some high schools here too. Damn. Nice. So nice. so full sending into um, I'll be getting a USA weightlifting certification, and then uh, another big certification for for um, what is it the certified strength and conditioning specialist. Do you think Kyle yeah. and I could do that? Get certified? Yeah. <laughs> do you have degrees? No. Yeah. Can you lift? I do. Do you do squats? <laughs> I can do one can or two. I, can, can I, I do, I do squats? Can I do squats? The question squats? is, can I get up? Okay. That's a, yeah. That's you a do good question. You do them. Yeah. I can get down. That's the up part. Um. <laughs> yeah. When we start doing, like Stephen and I have talked about this many times, is we want to start doing some eventual events, some live yeah. stuff. Oh, that's good. I know you're going with this. That's yeah. Good. It yeah. is good. And so, no, I, I know like, good. I know like Lulu has like their sweat things on Satur- yep. Saturdays at the store where you can... On Sundays, Sundays. Sundays, they'll do like a sweat. I came to a yoga a class of yours yeah. way yeah. long ago. Yeah. And so you're getting yeah, to kind of put on these like live classes where people can like test things out, see if they like you or the style or the right. workout, whatever. And I mean like that's super awesome and we've, we've talked about doing certain events where we have people that have been on the podcast that have certain a certain set of skills. Yes. Um, But like, that would be kind of cool is to have a section where, you know, you can run people through because I think it is super cool to do some of the, the different Olympic lifts that Mm -hmm. you, you show because some of those look so easy to do. And then you have somebody just try them with just the bar. Right. And then people realize, Oh my God, like how do they do this with like 315 pounds or whatever? I'm horrible at like, like the, the clean jerks or whatever they're yeah. called. Yeah, all, I'm all snatches and everything. Snatches, not good. Yeah. Not good. So <laughs> you got to keep your schedule open for one of our events we do. We'll have Elisa Marie there do some yoga and yeah, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, We haven't talked to her about it. But she's, she's in. Going there. She's, she's, she's going to do it. She's good for it. 
<laughs> Trust me. <Yeah. laughs> I'll send the message after. But yeah, yeah. Where? Uh, what are some places you'd want to direct some of the listeners to to like check some of your stuff out? Um, what's your social links? All that kind of stuff. Yeah. So my, I do a lot on on Instagram right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of doing like a re, like a reboot of just like how I'm gonna present content. Mm-hmm. So I took all of my old stuff down, and I just have like two. Sure. Oh, damn. You took it all off. I took it all off, and I'm just kind of like, I want to move right into just like, I want to educate. I want to go like full education and tutorials and stuff. And so Sweet. I'll be doing like little, I'll be doing reels that are going to funnel into like a YouTube uh, so like channel. Talk, talk, to, talk us through it. I'm yeah, about. like a funnel. Of, you get so. my curiosity. Yeah. So what are you going to do there? So in, so you, you click on my, you, if you click on my Instagram, you're going to see reels of just like, you know, kind of like those little catchy gimmicky things. Like, yeah. But it's gonna be instead of like a gimmicky thing, it's just gonna be like, you know, five ways to five ways to to increase your testosterone, for example. Right. Um, naturally. Naturally. Okay. Go to yeah. imaware.com. Yeah. <laughs> Find yeah. out that you're have low T. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you you blast you go into that and then you know a little link to you know come train with me online or come train with me in person or watch the full tutorial on YouTube. So, I love that. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah, I know you filming these yourself. Then, um, I have my brother-in-law doing doing them a little oh, yeah. bit, yeah. and then I'll most of the video ones I can do myself. But I might have to hit you up. Yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, yeah, I'm, he's I'm, really I'm, curious. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Well, I I I always love like talking content with you too because I I feel like we're always like you know. Uh, almost like, all right, we're doing okay, but we can be doing better. Right? And how can we be doing better? Like with our social media marketing game, like because you know we both started businesses probably around, around the same, same time. time, yeah. And so it's like it's kind of fun to see like you know uh, me go way up fire. I'm just kidding, no, but yeah. like go equal and like we're like okay, he's doing this, he's switching it up. You're switch. All right, cool. Yeah. Like damn. All right, I gotta switch it up now, you know. So no, it's, yeah, it's fun to watch, you know. Exactly, I'm excited yeah. To see what you got coming out. Um, so CB training, CB training, um, is my on, Instagram, on Instagram, CB training's Facebook, and then CB training YouTube, and then dot com. Um, oh yeah, and then my website is cbtrainingstudio.com. Cool, gotcha. Well, uh, man, yeah, this was a great little catch-up, man. Yeah. I know it sucks that you know. And congratulations. The, yeah, and Thank congratulations you. on joining the club yeah. of married guys. The yeah. Are you excited? I'm stoked. Do you have any plans that you can say? We don't yet? have any dates set. Not yet. Today okay. was like the last day of school. You know, she's school. Yeah, she's, she's all done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And oh. what grade does she teach again? Third grade Spanish immersion. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Uh, one thing, the one piece of advice I got when I was engaged only for like five months, though, right? Yeah. Is our photographer for engagement um, shoot. She was like, just enjoy saying fiance. Yeah. And that was actually the hardest for me to be like, go from girlfriend to fiance. Yeah. From fiance to wife, it was like really easy. Like, yeah. Oh, it's my wife. And like, I was looking forward to that. But girlfriend to fiance. So I was always like, this is my fiance. Yeah. So it's I was like, definitely a, I was enjoying yeah. it. It's definitely something. Yeah. It is enjoyable. And it's kind of like a, you know, like when I introduce her to like somebody that I knew. Yeah. You know, or someone that knows me. That it, it kind of came, it kind of rolled off the tongue a little strange, but yeah, yeah it's it cool. Start, it this is that my way. woman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then there's all of that stuff. Yeah, because you're like, this is my girl. This is my girl. Yeah, girl. Uh, fiance. fiance. And then when you get married, then it's like you continue to 
almost say fiance and they're like oh wait you're my my wife (laughs) (laughs) we did it yeah we did that damn thing it's all crazy but we're happy for you thank you because that's exciting it's a new chapter you got a business you got a fiance you got the whole world career you're just ready to slam dunk the world man (laughs) like i me jesus and me and you <laughs> I think that's it for this that's episode. Yeah, that can't end any better. Jesus and me and <laughs> you. Oh, that's how we should end every yeah. podcast yeah. now. Thanks for tuning in. Kyle and Steven will be back with a new episode next week. In the meantime, check out GoFixYourselfPodcast.com. And remember to always go fix yourself.